the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Intelligent Radio, fueled by Lucky's Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. Hurricane Irma made landfall in the Florida Keys earlier this morning with 130 mile per hour sustained winds and devastating rainfall. 1.1 million people in the dark, likely to remain that way for a, a while. At least 127,000 are in shelters. Jim Glogowski, Vice President and General Manager of Salem Media in Miami, staying in a hotel with a generator. We have a combination of guests here that are hunkering down. They're either from the Keys or maybe a little closer in from Homestead during the evacuation process. They booked hotel rooms. Or there are a lot of people here, I understand, from Brazil that were connecting through MIA, and they uh, their flights were canceled. Meanwhile, the White House says President Donald Trump has received a comprehensive update on Hurricane Irma. Mr. Trump, Vice President Mike Pence, and several cabinet members have participated in the briefing from Camp David. This is SRN News. Joe Walsh speaks the truth, whether you like it or not. When you look at the condition this country's in right now, I'll be straight with you. America is bankrupt. We're financially bankrupt and we're morally bankrupt. This is a country with a government we can't afford that does too damn much for too damn many of us. That's what we are today. The Joe Walsh Show, weeknights at 11 on AM 1280. The Patriot Intelligent Radio. You're listening to AM 1280 The Patriot Intelligent Radio online at am1280thepatriot.com through the iHeartRadio or the TuneIn apps, or you can also download our mobile app for your smartphone through your device's app store. From the Blue Ox Heating and Air Weather Center, here's a quick look at your forecast. Now, high of 79 degrees today in isolated showers. A high of 81 degrees for Monday with some sunny skies. Similar conditions for Tuesday, high of 82 and sunny. Stay tuned. It's the Narn with Brad Carlson right here on AM 1280 The Patriot. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network. And go launch sequence. Engineering. Go flight. Master control. Go flight. Studio engineer. Go flight. We are go for launch in T-3, 2, 1. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280 The Patriot. It is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another edition of the broadcast we like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. We are back in the Patriot Bunker. After a two-week excursion to the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair. Hey, glad to be with you, whatever location we happen to be broadcasting from. Again, you can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also text any comments or questions to 651-243-0390 or weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARN. That's hashtag N-A-R-N for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. And as always, uh, we appreciate you tuning in to the broadcast. Uh, A lot of news to get to this past week. Of course, we are uh, keeping close tabs on Hurricane Irma that has wreaked havoc down in the Caribbean and is now making its way across uh, Florida. Uh, It's um, definitely a very scary situation. And turns out, there's a Hurricane Jose that is a Category 4 hurricane that is out. Uh, let me look at the uh, look at the map here. I've been kind of a weather.com geek here all day. It's, um, yeah, it is just uh, northeast of Cuba right now and seems to be moving. It looks like it's kind of moving towards west towards the Bahamas. And, oh, my goodness. Uh, what, what can you say except... Uh, uh, pray the Lord provide a hedge of protection over those folks and all of those areas that are impacted. And 
Uh, we are going to obviously talk about the hurricane a little bit today. A good friend of mine uh, by the name of JT, he is going to be calling in, or we're going to touch base with him at about 2.30. He lives in Palm Harbor, Florida, which is about a half hour northwest of Tampa, where the hurricane is slated to, uh, where it looks like the hurricane is headed towards. I don't think it's quite reached Tampa as yet. So we're going to be talking to JT, uh, 2.30 segment, 2.33 to be exact, and uh, find out his perspective what's going on in his particular area, and how we can help uh, the folks who are affected by this hurricane and, and could potentially be affected by this hurricane. And, you know, they're still recovering down in uh, southeast Texas, too, from Hurricane Harvey. So uh, a lot of folks in crisis definitely will need our help, and uh, whatever we can do to to pitch in, uh, we definitely would like to. So, again, we will talk about that particular issue later on in the broadcast, but I did want to address some major news items from this past week. And the first couple of segments, I'm going to kind of talk about a couple of different major decisions that the Trump administration has made and how, I mean, pretty much anything Trump says or does sends certain people into a frenzy where they're just over-the-top hysterics are... It's getting old. I have to admit, it's getting old. It's like the Donald Trump is the president of the United States. He wasn't my wasn't my first choice. Okay, during the during the Republican primary process, obviously, and I, you know, I've said it many times on the show. He was someone that I didn't uh, that uh, I was open to during the general election campaign, but there were things that he was saying and doing that made me really question whether he was fit to be president of the United States, but he is president of the United States, whether we like it or not. And he is going to be until January of 2021. That is if he loses reelection or if he even runs again, again, this is, this is something to get into way down the line. The point is, is that too many leftists are painting themselves into an untenable position with this resistance movement. I'm using resistance in scare quotes because, I'm sorry, uh, real resistance is what's happening down in Venezuela where people are living under a thorough dictatorship, okay? What, speaking out and, and wearing crocheted hats of female genitalia, sorry, that's not a real resistance. It's just not. It's stupid. I'm going to call it for what it is. It's stupid, all right? That All that being said, pretty much any decision the Trump administration makes, the stunning lack of critical thinking or nuance is a large part of why the discourse in this country is in the sewer. Because there is no talking to the other side of the political aisle. And you know what? My side, I'm, I'm politically conservative. We're just as responsible for it. If someone on our side of the political aisle, you know, reaches across to the left and tries to, you know, get things done, make deals, what have you, it, it's it's all of a sudden a stain against their reelection prospects. If if a member of Congress say decides to run for reelection, what am I talking about? Well, let's talk let's let's talk about a couple of different decisions. First off, is the decision uh, that President Trump made earlier. Uh, last week on Tuesday, to be exact, it was rumored um, for some time that the president would be ending the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or the DACA program, that was instituted during the Barack Obama administration five years ago. Now, if you flash back to this, Barack Obama was frustrated with Congress that they weren't passing any type of immigration reform that addressed the beneficiaries of this program, DACA. Obviously, it's more it's geared toward young people who were born here to parents who are illegal aliens, who were here illegally, or they were young people who were brought here by their parents. Obviously, when you're a young person and you're told by your parents to do something, you do it. And their parents snuck them across the border or, you know, in some, in some cases, to be here in this country because the parents wanted a better life and they came here to America to get it and they were going to uh, usurp the regular processes of getting in line and applying for citizenship and, and everything else. Well, that's not the fault of the children. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And on Tuesday, President Trump made it official. I'll read from a Fox News story. The Trump administration announced 
the orderly wind-down of the Obama-era program that gave a deportation reprieve to illegal immigrants who came to the U.S. as children, putting pressure on Congress to come up with a replacement. I do not favor punishing children, most of whom are now adults, for the actions of their parents. But we must also recognize that we are a nation of opportunity because we are a nation of laws, Trump said in a lengthy written statement explaining the decision. The Department of Homeland Security formally rescinded the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program known as DACA. Is it DACA or DACA? I'll go with DACA. (laughs) With a six-month delay for current recipients. According to Acting Homeland Security Secretary Elaine Duke, the interval is meant to give Congress time to deliver on appropriate legislative solutions. And, of course, you had the progressives and the part of the quote-unquote resistance movement coming out and pitching a fit over this, saying it's calling it cruel, the most cruel decision that a president has instituted in, in the history of the presidency. And, of course, many of those people, progressives, who are saying that conveniently forget that FDR set up internment camps for Japanese-Americans. That No cruelty there, right? None at all? Okay. So, again, there's the lack of, of critical thinking on that. So my my point in bringing this up is to say that the president was not going to drive around, order a bunch of semi-trucks to be driven around, gather up children of illegal aliens, and send them back to a country where they've never resided or maybe hadn't been since they were very young and don't even remember living in these countries. The only life they know is life in the United States. And I'm inclined to say, yeah. Uh, there is no really good solution other than they are here. They've been productive members of the of society. I dare say they've even contributed to the system because they've went out, they've got an education, they've had jobs, and they've paid into the system. Okay? And as far as what Congress, what legislation Congress decides to draft, we'll, we'll soon find out. But again, this is going to take uh, a bipartisan effort, I, I dare say. But there is some opportunity here. And Politico addressed this uh, right when they put together a piece upon uh, Trump deciding that they were going to begin the wind-down of DACA. And a particular excerpt really caught my eye. Uh, in the House, senior Republicans still believe there's a possible deal to be struck with Democrats, codifying DACA in return for Trump's sought-after border wall. And if for no other reason we finally reached a point where Congress can no longer kick the proverbial can down the road. They have to make a decision within six months. They've been given six months by the president to make a decision to come up with some legislation. And you would think, given Congress's rather daunting workload this session, they want to address tax reform. They Obviously, there was the issue of raising the debt ceiling. I know Trump cut a deal with Pelosi and Schumer, kind of did a workaround of McConnell and, and Ryan to increase the debt ceiling, obviously, for uh, hurricane relief, uh, hurricane disaster relief. Okay, we'll, we, we may get into that a little bit later. But the point is, this is where Trump can get his border wall. This is where the, his, he can show his actual skill as a negotiator. Because I got, I got to tell you that basically palling around with Pelosi and Schumer, cutting a deal with them in spite of the objections of House Speaker Paul Ryan and Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, members of Trump's own party, uh, you know, what is he? What what is Trump getting in return? What are Republicans getting in return for this quote unquote deal? I'm all for you know I'm all for negotiating with the other side, and making deals, provided that the Republicans get something in return. This has been the issue with Republicans even before Trump is they were cutting deals and not getting anything in return. Okay, that's another story entirely. I, I could go off on several different tangents here, but the point is is that. This was a politically, I think, a politically savvy move by Trump because it's like, okay, you, you, you know, nothing is going to change. Okay, it's a six-month wind-down of this law. Nothing is going to change. Okay, so this idea that it's a cruel decision, including President Barack Obama came out of the bunker uh, talking about how this was, a, this was a cruel decision, you know, kind of further uh, violating the uh, unwritten rules that former presidents don't dump on the— uh, dump on the current office holder. Um, and have you ever seen the Sean Spicer parody account? Uh, oh, gosh. I, yeah, here it is. Uh, he kind of had a hilarious retort to this. Uh, when DACA, with DACA being rescinded, the Obama library will now consist of golf clubs and a losing March Madness bracket. So 
that's probably the biggest reason why Obama lashed out more than anything is he is scared to death his legacy is going to be wiped away. Okay. Well, I got news for you, President Obama, former President Obama. Um, making just making up laws or sending memos to the Department of Homeland Security, which is basically what DACA was, is sending in a memo to the Department of Homeland Security saying, "Hey, don't take any action on children of illegal uh, of uh, illegal aliens." Okay, that's not how laws are made in this country. That completely usurps the separation of powers, which Obama did consistently because he didn't like that Congress, in his mind, wasn't getting anything done. Well, that's the whole spirit of separation of powers. It provides a check against an overreach of executive authority, which Obama liked to overreach quite often. And so he's scared to death over his legacy. That's why he also talked about uh, when, there, when there was discussion of, of an Obamacare repeal. Again, his legacy is, has a chance to be uh, completely wiped out, and he's pitching a fit about it. But in essence, his legacy that will remain intact is he basically desecrated his own political party, the Democrat Party, by some of the actions he had taken. So when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about another major decision made by the Trump administration and once again the woeful lack of nuance or critical thinking on that issue. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also text your comments or questions at 651-243-0390 or weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARN, excuse me, hashtag N-A-R-N. Brad Carlson, the closer, right here on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Are you self-motivated and creative? Oh, you betcha, yeah. Do you believe in the importance of small business? Oh, yeah. Then call us. We're looking to add an additional account executive here at Salem Media Twin Cities, and you may be perfect for our team. If you're outgoing and enjoy helping local businesses reach their potential, call today at 651-289-4418. That's 651-289-4418. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. If you're like most people near retirement, you're concerned about running out of money before you run out of life. Hugh Hewitt here with Sheila Franks from Lifestyle Financial and Tax Advisor. Sheila, it's a real fear among people. You know, Hugh, it really is. The people I talk to are really afraid and wonder how they're going to replace that income and protect the lifestyle that they've worked so hard to create. What's the one crucial thing that people need to consider, Sheila? Hugh, it's really about how are they going to generate income in addition to their Social Security to ensure that they don't have to change their lifestyle that they've worked so hard to accomplish. Are you 100% confident that your money will last as long as you do? Call Sheila Franks at Lifestyle Financial and Tax Advisors. 763-545-5555. Sheila will help you create a blueprint for income for the rest of your life. Listen to Sheila's radio show Saturdays at 7 a.m. on The Patriot. Call her here at 763-545-5555. Hugh Hewitt is a paid spokesperson and is not a client of Lifestyle Financial and Tax Advisors or Global Financial Private Capital. Are you sitting in traffic going to or from a job you don't like? Or maybe love your job, but don't make enough money to pay the bills. Learn to make a second income trading just like Wall Street at Online Trading Academy. We'll teach you to confidently grow and protect your money so you live life the way you want to and never run out of money in retirement. Register for our free trading and investing class on your cell phone at pound 250. Just say the keyword OTA or register at learnwithota.com. Whether you struggle with love handles, belly fat, thighs, or a double chin, now there's a proven solution. Go to INeedCoolSculpting.com. Cool Sculpting is the only FDA-cleared procedure that will eliminate stubborn fat safely and effectively without surgery or downtime. Get 25% off and free consultations with Reju. Visit INeedCoolSculpting.com to learn more. That's INeedCoolSculpting.com. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Hey, welcome back. I'm 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the program we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. 
As always, check out my blog at bradcarlson.org. And we are here to take your phone call, 651-289-4488. Or you can send us a tweet. Use hashtag NAR and hashtag N-A-R-N. For any comments or questions regarding today's show content, as always, we appreciate you tuning in. I was talking in the first segment about people uh, just pitching a fit over President Trump's decision to wind down the DACA program, which is essentially a program that would protect children of illegal aliens, children who are here by no fault of their own, by no choice of their own. And President Trump had even said, look, I'm not going to fault the children who are here because of their parents' insistence that they be here. Okay, it's not their fault. And Deporting them to the country of their parents' origin doesn't seem to make a lot of sense because they don't know that country at all. So, I, I and by the way, let, let me just give you a little tip here. It is possible to be totally in favor of Trump's decision to wind down the DACA program and put the onus on Congress to pass a law per the separation of powers, checks and balances, okay? Congress passes laws, the executive upholds those laws, and obviously the judicial branch deter- determines that the laws are being followed correctly, okay? So it's so it is possible to agree with Trump's decision to wind down the DACA program, to have it pass through legal channels, to support those beneficiaries of DACA staying here, and yet still be a frequent critic of President Trump. That's all okay. This isn't one of those binary games where if you support Trump's decision to wind down the program, oh, you must be one of those Trumpkin apologists, Nazis, uh, Nazi uh, enthusiasts or whatever. I mean, come on. All right? Let's, 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 again, the phrase I'm going to use often, critical thinking. Let's utilize it. All right? Another area was a decision this past week made by Education Secretary Betsy DeVos Again, this was an editorial written by NationalReview.com. And if you recall National Review, it's a right-of-center publication. They came out with an issue last year, well, well before the election, of course, saying never Trump, didn't want Trump to be the Republican nominee, thought it would have been a mistake for Trump to be the Republican nominee. He'd be a disastrous president. It would, it, it would be a clown show, basically, some of them said. Well, they wrote this particular editorial. Uh, Secretary of Education Betsy DeVos took a welcome step toward restoring a measure of justice and sanity to American higher education. In a speech at George Mason University and in a follow-up interview with CBS News, DeVos indicated that she intended to withdraw Obama administration guidance on adjudicating sexual assault claims on campus and replace it with a regulatory rulemaking process that is intended to protect students from sexual assault and preserve essential civil liberties. Sounds pretty reasonable, right? It's hard to overstate the legal and moral necessity of this action. First, let's deal with the law. In 2011, the Obama administration issued a now infamous Dear Colleague letter that required universities to lower the burden of proof in sexual assault adjudication to a preponderance of the evidence standard, which is 50.1% probability, without also adequately preserving essential due process rights such as access to counsel access to available evidence, and full and fair cross-examination of witnesses. At the same time, the administration commenced dozens of open-ended investigations on universities acting on claims they were insufficiently committed to protecting women from rape and applying the new guidance to evaluate university policies. These actions were fundamentally lawless. No American administration has the ability to rewrite the law by merely issuing a letter. At the very least, the Obama administration should have conducted a notice and comment regulatory rulemaking process in accordance with the Administrative Procedure Act. Even then, the regulation would still have to be consistent with governing federal statutes and comply with the Constitution. But Obama's Department of Education ignored these steps and instead violated the Administrative Procedure Act, Title IX, and the Constitution in an ideologically motivated trifecta of campus tyranny. So in essence, the mere accusation that somebody committed a sexual assault is almost beyond reproach. I mean, the threshold, like this editorial indicated, was just merely a preponderance of evidence, 50.1%. Okay, that that's ridiculous. And again, the accused 
wouldn't have the opportunity to have legal counsel and wouldn't have the opportunity for cross-examination of the accuser, which are rights under the Constitution. So, so much for due process. Because you are on a campus, apparently, that insulates you from due process? Really? But, yeah, once again, once again, here comes here was the lack of critical thinking when Betsy DeVos indicated that this was going to be the situation going forward, that they were going to say, look, uh, we're going to phase out the Obama-era policy and utilize the good old Constitution. All right? And here's, here, here's another crazy aspect of this, is that some of these state colleges ha- were threatened with federal funding, meaning if they didn't implement this Obama-era policy, they, could, they would be at risk of losing federal funds. So think about that. You would lose funding from the federal government if you chose to defer to the Constitution of the United States. How warped is that? That is just unbelievable that a university not wanting to deprive someone accused of a crime of due process would be threatened to lose federal funding. That's insane. And David French, who is a uh, who is a lawyer, writes for also writes for National Review. Definitely check out his particular piece entitled "Betsy DeVos's Critics Rely on Junk Science and Sheer Malice," because obviously, the the idea with the demagogic crowd is you know one in five women are raped on campus. So basically, you're looking to. Uh, leave these young ladies hanging out to dry, 20% of young ladies on campus. And, of course, because Trump has said some awful things about women in the past, well, this is just indicative of a Trump administration and their war on women. Uh, They just want to make it more palatable for sexual assaults on campus. Rapes will increase on campus because of the Trump administration. It's all part of of a grand plan. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And, again, there's the lack of nuance in this. And... It's amazing when you bring bring this particular situation up, you say, well, you know, shouldn't someone who is accused of a crime have right to legal counsel? Isn't that, isn't that a isn't that a bedrock of our legal system? Innocent until proven guilty should have a right to an attorney, due process, all that thing. And people just flat and people just flat out say, you know, bleep due process. Seriously. The Constitution doesn't matter anymore. The same thing, like I indicated in the first segment with DACA. Because a law was implemented by the executive branch by just drafting a memo to the Department of Homeland Security indicating what laws to enforce and what not to enforce, okay? That also undermines the separation of powers doctrine. And, of course, we lest we forget, last year, remember when left of center members of Congress were doing a sit-in in the House of Representatives until the House passed some sort of legislation that denied people on a terrorist watch list or a no-fly list the opportunity to purchase a firearm because they appeared on an ambiguous list. They had no idea how they got on this list, and they had no recourse whatsoever to present evidence of whether or not they deserved to be on this list or they weren't even charged with a crime, but yet Leftist members of Congress were wanting to pass a law saying anybody who are on these ambiguous, random lists should be denied the purchase of a firearm, basically denying someone their constitutional right because they appeared on a list. Never mind they weren't charged with a crime. Never mind they weren't even accused with a crime, of a crime and had no way, no legal recourse to get off of these lists. So here you have all of these issues where... People's constitutional rights are being violated and where the executive branch of the government under the Obama administration was continually usurping the separation of powers doctrine in the Constitution. But yet that's all OK. It's, it's, it's a means to an end, apparently. And a means to pass a political agenda to which I say and ask the question, why do, quote unquote, progressives, I'm putting progressives in scare quotes, why do progressives Hate the Constitution so much. It's stunning. And this has all happened within this past week where there just was absolutely 
no nuance applied whatsoever because this is part of the resistance movement. Any critical thinking or nuance might actually give credence to Trump's position. God forbid that that happens. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also text your comments or questions to 651-243-0390 or weigh in via Twitter at hashtag NARN, hashtag N-A-R-N. It is me, Brad Carlson, The Closer, coming back with another segment on the Northern Alliance Radio Network where my uh, good pal JT will be checking in from his home about a half hour northwest of Tampa, Florida, where uh, Hurricane Irma looks to be heading. A very serious situation, obviously, down there if you've been paying attention. Back in mere moments on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. We here at AM 1280, The Patriot Trust. Action plus sign for all of our energy and unique marketing needs. And so should you and your business. They've been serving the Twin Cities for over 25 years and specialize in vehicle graphics and wraps, storefront and lighted signs, and converting old signs to new LED. For more information and a full list of services, visit them online at actionplussign.com or call 952-891-4444. That's 952-891-4444. Past attenders, when asked about Scott Black's leadership awakening, just smile, shake their head and say, I can't explain it, but it changed my life. Mr. Black from Like It Matters has released two half-off vouchers for his leadership awakening in Minneapolis, St. Louis, or Dallas. Leadership awakening is regularly $2,000, but now with the special offer, it's half price, just $1,000. Go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on deals. Leadership awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. Message and data rates may apply. Daddy, there's a monster under my bed. Oh, sweetie, there can't be a monster under your bed. We have Front Point. Front Point? Yeah, it's the thing on Daddy's phone that protects our home. Your phone can protect us? With Front Point, it can. And in addition to protecting your home and family from monsters of all types, Front Point Security also lets you control your lights, locks, and thermostat from your smartphone. So now, everyone who has a smartphone can have a smart home, too. No matter where you are, you can see and control what's happening at home. You can even talk to visitors at your door and keep an eye on your kids. To learn how Front Point lets you do all this right from your phone, just text the keyword PASS11 to 642642 on your smartphone. Good night, Daddy. Good night, sweetheart. Sleep well, knowing your home is protected by Front Point and your smartphone. To learn how, text PASS11 to 642642. That's P-A-S-S-1-1 to 642642. Have you racked up more than $10,000 in credit card debt? Are you barely getting by making minimum payments? You should know. The credit card companies are tricking you into thinking there's no way out. Credit card companies would rather you didn't know that there are ways you can become debt-free and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. There are debt relief programs that help people like you escape overwhelming credit card debt. National Debt Relief has helped tens of thousands of people just like you reduce more than $500 million of debt. National Debt Relief has helped so many people. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. You don't have to declare bankruptcy or take out a consolidation loan. You have the right to settle your debt for a mere fraction of what you owe. Reduce a portion of your debt now. Call National Debt Relief at 800-518-4020. 800 518 4020. That's 800 518 4020. Hey, welcome back. AM 1280 The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with another segment on the broadcast we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson, closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network programming. You can catch my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, every Saturday from 9 to 11 a.m. That is The King Banyan Show. And my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, on these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot. He's on every Saturday from 1 to 3 p.m. He is the headliner edition of the NARN. I am the closer, closing out this weekend's programming. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And we're here to take your phone calls, 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag NARN, hashtag N-A-R-N, for any comments or questions regarding today's show content. As I had mentioned at the outset, definitely keeping abreast of the situation down in Florida, where Hurricane Irma began, well, out in the Caribbean, and it's kind of made its way in the western part of Florida. 
And certainly our, our thoughts and prayers and for all of the folks affected by this hurricane are in full force. Uh, definitely praying that the Lord provide a hedge of protection over our uh, friends and family members and fellow Americans. Let's face it, uh, we're all in this together. That is for certain. And I thought I'd uh, give a call to a friend of mine who happens to live down in the uh, Tampa area, I believe about a uh, half hour northwest of Tampa, on the western side of Florida, where the uh, hurricane is really wreaking havoc at this point. I'm looking at the weather.com website. It looks like it's a Category 3 hurricane. Very dangerous stuff. So uh, honored to welcome a good friend of mine, a lifelong friend of mine, uh, John Thacker, who uh, I believe I talked to a few years back. I, here's the interesting story about this. Uh, my pal John... He and his family moved to New Jersey in 2012, and a few months later I had him on the radio show because his area was affected by Hurricane Sandy. It's deja vu all over again because five years later he and his family moved to Florida, and a few months living in Florida, they're now uh, weathering the storm, so to speak, of Hurricane Irma. Uh, John, first of all, welcome to the broadcast. How are you, pal? Hey, not too bad. How are you doing, Brad? Uh, John, I, I don't mean to make light of this, but uh, my goodness, what what you and your family must be thinking. You're in an area all of three months, and you're impacted by uh, some serious hurricanes. Uh, uh, for, what can you tell us, I guess, first and foremost, uh, what the latest of the storm is? I see I'm looking at the radar. It's look like traveling the western part of Florida, where I know you are uh, directly affected. Uh, what can you tell us thus far from where you're sitting? Well, so far from where we're sitting, uh, not a whole lot happening yet with some uh, kind of little bands of rain coming through, a little bit of wind now and then, but uh, at the moment, no rain and a uh, light wind, so uh, it's more the anticipation at this point than the actual effect of the storm at the moment. Now, what? Uh, refresh my memory. Uh, again, we were talking about Hurricane Sandy in the New Jersey area five years ago. You were without power for several days, if I recall correctly. Is that right? Yeah, we were without power for almost two weeks after Sandy. My goodness. So uh, we, uh, based off of that experience, are quite prepared here for uh, for any eventuality that may happen. We got water in the bathtubs. I've got food stored up. I've got water stored up. Um, so I, I'm prepared for the long haul, man. That's fantastic. Well, we are. We certainly hope and pray that you remain. Uh, safe and sound. What have uh, folks in your immediate area have been told? Obviously, the governor has given evacuation orders to certain parts of the state. Obviously, has not your area as yet. I mean, how is that uh, typically uh, communicated? And uh, and can you, I guess, approximate how many people throughout the state have evacuated the area, John? Yeah, the evacuation orders have all been based uh, to this point on the storm surge uh, from the ocean water coming ashore rather than the wind. So certain areas of Tampa and St. Petersburg uh, have been evacuated for the last couple of days. Um, Basically, those right along the water or who are very, very low-lying land. Uh, Where we sit at our home and areas around us, we take about a 30-foot storm surge to get to us. So if the storm surge hasn't come, they've tried to say kind of stay put. Uh, unless you felt the need to get out of town. And if you needed to get out of town, you should have done it a while ago because the roads were packed and there was no uh, fuel at virtually any gas station anywhere in the uh, in the area. So logistically, what it, what is your, your family doing? Obviously, you're working a full-time job. You have school-age kids now. Are things just kind of wait and see? We're going to close things for an indefinite period of time. How is that working logistically? Yeah, so for schools, they started closing schools in the Tampa area. So they closed schools for Thursday and Friday of last week because a lot of the area schools are used as shelters. So they closed schools Thursday and Friday of last week to start to prep for uh, people coming in and taking shelter in the schools. And then as of right now, they're canceled through uh, – the kids will go back to school on Wednesday okay. um, so that as a storm passes uh, tonight, they've got a couple of days for people to get back to school. So uh, everything's kind of shut down a little bit as far as schools go. Uh, kids are going a little stir-crazy. Parents sure. are going a little stir-crazy. Of yeah. course. A little cabin fever. But uh, <laughs> other than that, we're we're hanging in there. So I, you know, again, I don't want to don't want to make light of the situation, JT. But when you and your family, you know, you've been settled in all of a few months, and you started her, and you know, just in the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey in southwest southeast Texas, you start to hear of Hurricane Irma going to make its way to Florida. I mean, you had to think immediately, JT, that uh, my goodness, didn't we just go through this like five years ago? A uh, a <laughs> renowned storm. <laughs> exactly, and. uh 
I've started getting a lot of blame from family members. And, of course. Uh, so a lot of my family members <laughs> in Minnesota have taken up uh, collections to ask us not to come back in the winter for fear that we're going to bring a blizzard to Minnesota. So um, we're going to try and stay down here. But, yeah, kind of crazy. I mean, everybody, uh, not only us, but everybody in the area, just based off of what happened in Texas, as soon as it said it was going to hit, I think there is even uh, for Floridians a little bit more panic than – and concern the normal, just given all of the scenes that everybody just watched in Houston. Uh, so starting on Tuesday night, I went, um, you know, they were just starting to talk about it Monday into Tuesday. By Tuesday afternoon, you went to Home Depot, Lowe's, they were wiped out of plywood, wiped out of propane, wiped out of uh, tarps. So uh, everybody responded very, very early and very, very quickly with this storm. Yeah, no question. And obviously this is something that, uh, unfortunately, you know, for better or for worse, Floridians are not completely averse to knowing that uh, weather that can crop up in the region down there. Again, talking to a good friend of mine, JT, down in uh, Florida. He is, uh, did I have that right, JT? You're about a half hour northwest of Tampa. Do I have that right, approximately? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Fantastic. Well, with uh, the damage that has already taken place more in the southwestern part of the state uh, and seeing what happened in Harvey, I, you know, you being on a uh, being there at ground level, JT, what can you tell the folks outside of Florida? Because obviously people are willing to pitch in, give whatever of resources, whether it be financial resources, food and water, what have you. Can you maybe uh, cue my list into probably the best resources to utilize to uh, for hurricane relief at this particular moment? I think, you know, the best resource, <clears throat> excuse me, the best resources at the moment are still, you know, things like the Salvation Army, Red Cross, you know, okay. through your church or synagogue. Those are still the, the the best ones because they already have resources down here. So for the last week, you've been able to see FEMA trucks, uh, Red Cross trucks already uh, moving into place and getting stationed for the aftermath of the storm. Sure. Uh, so it's been impressive watching. Uh, the other day, there was a pretty good uh, uh, scene on the freeway as a bunch of FEMA trucks were uh, headed down under police escort to mm. all get uh uh, you know, in location well before the storm so that they were ready to uh, to respond to anything that would happen. Fantastic. Yeah, and, and I, I'm glad you clarified that because I've been hearing a lot of the same uh, same things as well. So the Salvation Army, Red Cross, obviously your local church or synagogue, they can certainly keep you informed as to uh, how you can help the folks uh, down in Florida. And, and, you know, of course, let's not forget they're still recovering uh, down in southeast Texas. So even though the storm has passed, obviously there's going to be months, I dare say, even years of recovery down there. Uh, JT, we're no sooner uh, looking at uh, Hurricane Irma, and hopefully it passes without too much significant damage uh, to your great state, that we're looking at uh, kind of something following up, a Hurricane Jose. Uh, Have you been uh, kept abreast of what's going on with that? And uh, anything you can tell us about that? I mean, it just seems to be one after the other here. Yeah, well... uh Based off of the uh, activity, we've been watching pretty closely, but it looks like Jose is going to stay out in the Atlantic. So as right now, it looks like if we make it through this, um, at least on the current weather map, we're clear for a little while. So uh, unfortunately, it looks like Jose is going to batter some parts of the Caribbean that just got nailed with with Irma earlier. So, um, but for right now, it looks like this is the storm we got to weather and and, uh, clean up from. Once again, we are joined by a good friend of mine, JT, kind of giving us a, uh, a update on what's going on in western Florida. He, of course, in uh, Palm Harbor, about a half hour uh, northwest of Tampa, where the storm seems to be heading right now. Uh, JT, again, uh, our thoughts and, and prayers and uh, prayers for hedge of protection specifically over you and your uh, fellow Floridians during this uh, uh, particular uh, time. Wish nothing but the best for you, and we appreciate you updating all our listeners because I know we've got a lot of Minnesotans who listen to this broadcast that are also snowbirds, maybe getting ready to head down to Florida in a couple of months. So we appreciate your updates on this, and give my best to your family as well, and, and stay safe, brother. Appreciate it. Likewise. Thanks, Brad. AM1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. You know that it would be untrue. You know that I would be... AM 1280, The Patriot. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks radio show. Here, every Sunday morning at 9. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management. You've heard of the fun police? 
Well, we're the opposite. The original donut shop coffee. Full-flavored, deliciously straightforward coffee best enjoyed with a smile. So good, it's criminal. <sighs> Enjoy a cup and sprinkle some fun into your day. Made for your Keurig brewer. Find it at Keurig.com and grocery stores everywhere. Just look for the bright teal box with the donut. The original donut shop coffee. Have more fun. Dennis Prager here. And for two years now, I've been telling you about my wife, Sue, who tried Relief Factor because of her knee pain, and it worked. This is before I ever even heard about the product. I'd never endorsed a pain reliever, but now I am. And yes, now I'm taking Relief Factor, too. Maybe you've heard me call it a miracle. In fact, listen to what Amanda from Texas wrote. I was having pain in my left thumb area and left side of my leg from my knee about four inches up. After about a week of taking Relief Factor, the pain in my leg has gone away, and a few days later, the pain in my left hand is gone. We've gotten thousands of these testimonials, and if you're struggling with ongoing back or neck pain, shoulder, hip or knee pain, or general muscle aches and pain, do what my wife Sue did. Try Relief Factor. Go to relieffactor.com. Or call them toll-free, 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. These days, people send their children to college to learn a trade that no one in the family has done before. They move away, they work for someone who doesn't love them, and then they trade their infinitely valuable time for a little bit of someone else's money. The old plan was to get a job but lay aside each month and later start a family business. As the owner, you leverage the time of others and earn off hundreds of man-hours per day It's called financial leverage. At Tradeway, we teach you to start a family business by trading stocks. The added benefit is that each generation teaches the next and builds on these skill sets, and your children have the competitive advantage of experience. That's a great plan for potentially creating generational wealth. Coming to the Weston Edina Galleria, September 15th and 16th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Benjamin Franklin Plumbing is celebrating seniors and their contribution to our community. Benjamin Franklin, the punctual plumber, is offering all seniors 20% off their plumbing services every Wednesday. Call Ben Franklin, the punctual plumber, 877-BEN-1776. Hey, welcome back, Am 12 the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network, back with a final segment on the broadcast. We like to call the closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. So busy uh, doing show prep and uh, doing the actual broadcast, uh, kind of been ignoring football. I have, a, I have an amazing ability to stay focused, apparently, because I'm such a football fan. But it's week one. And uh, the one surprising score that uh, Brandon and I were talking about uh, before the show is Jacksonville crushing the Houston Texans 26-7. to Still about eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And as I was mentioning this earlier, how much do you want to bet that some people, with their woeful lack of perspective, are going to say J.J. Watt's preoccupation with providing relief for Hurricane Harvey is what distracted him from playing well in this game. How much you want to bet some people will say that? Never mind that he's helped raise north of $30 million for hurricane relief. I didn't do well in this football game. I guarantee there will be some people out there like that. It's not indicative of most football fans. I'm not meaning to say that. It's just a shame that some people lack perspective. That's all. And by the way, uh, speaking of uh, football, a lot of my uh, friends, of course, for those of you who know me, know that I am the MC of the Miss Minnesota pageant, have been for the last three years, and tonight is kind of their Super Bowl, as a new Miss America will be crowned this evening, uh, 8 p.m. on ABC is where the finals will be broadcast. And our Miss Minnesota, Brianna Drevlo, has had a terrific week. She actually won a preliminary competition talent for award for talent. She's a classic pianist, and she played George Gershwin's uh, Rhapsody in Blue, actually a 90-minute version that she composed of George Gershwin's Rhapsody in Blue. She is a professional composer and uh, teacher at Bowling Green State University. And typically, if you win a preliminary competition award, you're pretty much, I'm not going to say it's a cinch, I'm not going to say it's a certainty, but the odds are heavily in your favor that you'll make the top 15 because right away in tonight's competition, they whittle it down from 50 states plus D.C. to the top 15. 
And I ex- fully expect Brianna to be there. Of course, Brianna came on the show the day after she was crowned Miss Minnesota in mid-June, and she's going to be competing tonight. We're very, very excited for her, so uh, best of luck tonight to Brianna. Uh, speaking of football, you know, I always like to uh, read stories where the uh, culture and sports kind of intersect. Now, Brandon, you being a Seahawks fan, you obviously heard about the incidents surrounding Michael Bennett, the uh, defensive lineman for the Seahawks, right? I did, yes. Yeah, uh, kind of a disturbing situation. A Michael Bennett who is very heavy into social activism uh, outside of his play with the NFL, and obviously he's one of those that protests the national anthem. Now, does he kneel or does he do kind of the the he, fist in the he air? He sat in preseason. He sat in pro- okay. For this preseason, at least. I know he at least protests during the national anthem, which, again, I I have zero issue with. I just find it kind of strange you're going to protest the very symbol which gives you the very freedom to do what you're doing. Again, I, I'm not saying he shouldn't do it, and I'm not criticizing it, because that is the wonderful thing about this country is is, is our freedoms. But I'll read a statement that Michael Bennett put out uh, recently. <clears throat> Excuse me. On Saturday, August 26, I was in Las Vegas to attend the Mayweather-McGregor fight on my day off. After the fight, while heading back to my hotel, several hundred people heard what sounded like gunshots. Like many of the people in the area, I ran away from the sound looking for safety. Las Vegas police officers singled me out and pointed their gun at, guns at me for doing nothing more than simply being a black man in the wrong place at the wrong time. A police officer ordered me to get on the ground. As I laid on the ground, complying with his comments to not move, he placed his gun near my head and warned me that if I moved, he would blow my blank head off. Terrified and confused by what was taking place, the second officer came over and forcefully jammed his knee into my back, making it difficult for me to breathe. They then cinched the handcuffs on my wrist so tight that my fingers went numb. And there's an entire statement. I won't read the whole thing for purposes of time, but you can definitely see it out there. And I read that, and I'm not going to lie, it was a tough read. Very tough read. And if this is true, um, that that's a problem. That is a problem. However, for purposes of balance, the Las Vegas uh, law enforcement did come out, <coughs> excuse me, with their own statement. And I'll read it. Uh, The Daily Wire reported on that. At a press conference on Wednesday evening, Representative of Las Vegas law enforcement Kevin McMahill addressed Bennett's incendiary accusations and provided more context for his temporary arrest. I can tell you as I stand here today, I see no evidence of racial profiling. I see no evidence that race played any role in this incident, said McMahill. As the officers, who McMahill noted were Hispanic, moved toward the nightclub, they saw Bennett crouching behind a gaming machine. When he was fully in their view, he ran. As officers moved toward the nightclub, an individual later identified as Bennett was seen crouched down behind a gaming machine as the officers approached, said McMahill. Once Bennett was in the officer's view, he quickly ran out the south doors, jumped over a wall onto Flamingo Road east of the Las Vegas Boulevard, uh, east of Las Vegas Boulevard into traffic. Uh, Bennett's suspicious actions, not his race, is why he was detained, the officer explained. Now, the detail of Bennett running when the cops appeared also aligns with a report by TMZ Sports. Uh, Due to Bennett's actions and the information the officers had at the time, they believed that Bennett may have been involved in the shooting, and they gave chase. Bennett was placed in handcuffs and detained while officers determined whether or not he was involved in the incident. Mr. Bennett had the incident explained to him by a supervisor and said that he understood that he had no problem with what the officers did. Adamic Mayhill. So, um, listening to Bennett's account and listening to the officer's account, there are some parts of their both their stories that intersect, that are parallel with each other. But Bennett seemed to indicate that, hey, there's a black man, let's arrest him. Whereas the officers say, no, he was crouching behind a gaming machine, and when the officers had him in full view, he ran. Whereas Bennett said he only ran after he heard gunshots. So there's kind of a difference in how this all went down. And barring anybody having any kind of video evidence, I don't know if we're go- ever going to ascertain the what really happened. Because with any incident, I've I you know, it's been said that with any incident there's three sides to the story. There's side A, there's side B, 
And then there's the real account, which typically is between sides A and B. But I will say that uh, Michael Bennett has retained the services uh, of, of Oakland civil rights attorney John Burris to investigate and explore all legal options, including filing a civil rights lawsuit for the violation of Bennett's constitutional rights. Sorry, I got a drink of water. I got a bad cough here. So, uh, first of all, I do not believe, I have, or I find a hard time believing that Michael Bennett would completely fabricate the story because this is someone who was out in the Seattle community doing great things with the community, helping underprivileged families and underprivileged kids. And he has got a lot at stake here. Forget his football career. A reputation is something you're going to have for your entire life, and Michael Bennett has been an exemplary citizen within the Seattle community. So for him to completely fabricate something to get back at the police because he feels the police in general kind of overstepped their bounds, uh, I have a hard time believing that. And unfortunately, that's some of the accusations I saw levied against Bennett, is that he was making this up because he has an axe to grind with the police, which, again, I don't know Michael Bennett personally, but I find highly dubious because he's got so much to lose if he were to do that. And it just doesn't seem worth it. But there is actual evidence of him being on the ground and police cuffing him because he's a big guy. Was he like 6'4", 260, 270 pounds? Big guy. So, but nevertheless, he said that he found it difficult. The officer put his knee on the back of his neck and he found it difficult to breathe and I thought immediately I thought of Eric Garner in New York City. Where remember him when he was being detained by police saying he can't breathe? I immediately thought of that particular incident. So uh, a very disturbing incident, to say the least. Unfortunately, with any police action, they have a very high threshold of liability. And therefore, I don't know that anything will ever end up happening. But uh, I got to say that for those who immediately dismiss Mike and its claim here, um, I, I just think is is totally unfair and not looking at the bigger picture. But in the end, will these police be uh, condemned for their actions? Uh, recent history says likely not. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network, with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks as always for tuning into the broadcast today, folks. Godspeed, my friends. Best of luck to our Miss Minnesota, Brianna Drevlo at Miss America tonight. Looking for big things from her. We'll talk to you next week. Message and data rates may apply. Oh my gosh, that's Frank Thomas. No. Yes, that's him. Go ahead. Excuse me, are you Frank Thomas? Yes, I am. I bet you get recognized a lot. I was a pretty good ball player. You were? Some people thought so. Sorry, we recognize you from those Nugenics commercials. Oh yeah? That's great. So does Nugenics really work? Oh yeah, I really can feel the difference. My workouts are better, and I feel a lot more energetic. I wish my husband would use Nugenics. It's so easy to get started. All you have to do is send one simple text. Text the word PRIME22 to 321321 for a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And you're going to like the difference, too. Text PRIME22 to 321321 for a complimentary bottle of Nugenics. Samples are not available in stores. Text PRIME22 to 321321. This is a special alert to consumers who owe back taxes to the IRS. Due to the financial hardship consumers are facing during the decline in the U.S. economy, the Internal Revenue Service has made it easier to settle tax problems. An open phone line has been established by National Tax Relief. Grab a pen or put this number in your cell phone, but call 1-800-210-0311 today. That's 1-800-210-0311. When you call, you'll get information and see if you qualify. If you owe back taxes to the IRS and can't afford to pay them back, there's no need to fear anymore. You may qualify for a program that could settle your tax problems and save you money. For free information and to see if you qualify, call National Tax Relief today at 1-800-210-0311. That's 1-800-210-0311. Call National Tax Relief today. 1-800-210-0311. Hi, I'm Jim McCann, chairman of 1-800-Flowers.com and co-founder of Smile Farms. With nearly 80% of adults with developmental disabilities being unemployed in the United States, 
we decided to try and do something about it. Smile Phones makes a positive impact on the lives of those with special needs by creating meaningful work experiences at local farms and greenhouses. To find out how you can make a donation and change a life, visit smilefarms.org. That's smilefarms.org. You work hard for your money, so make sure your money is working hard for you. Our sister station, Business 1440, brings you financial advice from pros like Dave Ramsey, Bill Gunderson, and the Twin Cities' own financial fortitude and investing for success. With up-to-the-minute market updates, real estate tactics, and tips on investing and saving, Business 1440 will keep more of that hard-earned cash in your pocket. Learn more and listen live at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. This is AM 12. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.